Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. On this week's podcast, an interfering mother-in-law, a six-year-old with bad spelling, a wedding proposal, and office life after freelancing. Our first question this week. Dear Viv, my mother-in-law seems to think she should be involved in every aspect of our life and will not stop interfering. When her husband died, she moved into a flat a few roads away. Since we had our twins two years ago, she's just been unbearable. Obviously, I'm happy for her to visit lots and to babysit occasionally, but her interference and judgment go well beyond what's necessary. It covers all aspects of our lives. Food, clothes, education, friends, TV... I understand that she's probably lonely and misses having control over her son's life. He won't talk to her about it as he thinks she's still grieving for his dad. I'm worried that I'll just snap one day and say something unforgivable. What can I do? Oh, poor dutiful daughter-in-law, I do feel for you. This sounds a horrible situation and I can really feel the pain and frustration in your letter. However, I do also massively feel for your mother-in-law. She is trying desperately to get some control and some meaning back into her life after a terrible loss and you're right to say that she must be lonely and still grieving for her husband. It's not easy for your husband either. It's his mum who's going through this and he will have his own painful feelings about the loss of his dad. So, as I think you probably already realise, it is up to you to be the sensible and magnanimous one here. Sorry to say that, I know it's annoying. Um, But I'm also mindful of you looking after your own interests. These are your kids and it's your marriage and your life and you need to set some boundaries. What relationship do you want with your mother-in-law and how are you going to make that happen? I know it sounds insane, but I think you should write it all down for yourself so you can know where to start. You don't need to show what you write down to anyone else or even tell them about it, but you really need to get it straight in your own mind what that relationship is going to look like. What can you put in place that is practical and achievable? You may not be able to change what she says to you about how you raise the children and how much telly you let them watch, But you can go temporarily deaf when she says these things. Practice putting your fingers in your ears and going la 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 la. What you can also change is the arrangements. 
Is she prone to ranting on when she turns up to babysit? Make sure you walk out of the door immediately. You don't have time to listen to this kind of thing, right? Be calm about it. If you can face saying, I love hearing your views on all this and I really respect you, please try to mean it, but I'm afraid I'm going to muddle through things my own way. I hope you understand. But only say things like this if you can say it and mean it. In short, my advice here is not very helpful because I'm saying there is not a lot you can do to change this situation, but you must do everything you can to manage your feelings about it and to walk away whenever you can. It may take your mother-in-law a while to come round, but if you're calm and ignore the worst, I can see a day will come when she says, I used to be really interfering, didn't I? And you can say sweetly, I don't know what you mean. Meanwhile, take maximum advantage of the free babysitting. Our next question this week. Dear Viv, I'm worried about how my daughter is doing at school. She's six years old and her teacher says her spelling should be at a higher level by now. I always help her with her homework in the evenings and I don't want to stress her by telling her she's behind her classmates. Should I just wait it out and assume she'll catch up? Oh, concerned mother, we have all been here. What parent doesn't worry about their child in this way? I have seen this at all levels in lots of different families, from children with severe dyslexia, not getting the help they need, to huge paranoia about children who are borderline genius and need no help at all. The only thing I can say that is helpful here is that your anxiety is extremely natural and shared by millions, possibly gazillions. I'm worried about the lack of specificity, though, in the teacher's comment. What does it mean her spelling should be at a higher level? I mean, if this child was in Sweden, they wouldn't even know how to read or write at the age of six yet. I am a fairly laissez-faire parent, so I would say keep an eye on it. Definitely don't say anything to the child and just see how it goes over the next year. But if the concerns widen out and your child is really not enjoying reading or writing, then maybe seek a second opinion for your own peace of mind. In short, you have already answered yourself here. Should I wait it out and assume she'll catch up? Absolutely, yes. Six is far too young to start worrying about winning the National Spelling Bee. Our next question. Dear Viv, I have been with my boyfriend for five years and was sort of expecting him to propose over Christmas, but he didn't. We've talked about marriage and have said it's what we both want, but he's also quite traditional and I know he'd be upset if I proposed to him rather than the other way around. Oh no, failed Christmas proposal. Massive disappointment, no festive romance that makes you want to cry. But I'm concerned as there are layers of problems here and it's not easy to read between the lines as an outsider. What do you mean by I was sort of expecting him to propose? Does he have any idea that you were sort of expecting this? Does he know that you're disappointed? What made you think he would do it over Christmas? I wonder how much of this is in your head. Is it possible that you're seeing hints and signals when they're not really there? Um, I know I'm being a bit brutal here, but could you go to him and say, look, we've been together for five years and I got it into my head that you were going to propose over Christmas. Is it ever going to happen for us? This is the conversation you need to have before you worry about who is going to propose to who. 
in the end, it doesn't really matter who proposes to who because it's all about whether the two of you actually want the same things out of life and whether you'll make a good partnership. A proposal is one moment. A marriage is for life. Have the conversation you know you need to have. One final caveat here, though. You say, he is quite traditional. But personally, I do not think it is very traditional to go out with someone for five years and not propose marriage. So be prepared to be surprised, I think. There must be a reason there hasn't been a proposal and you need to get to the bottom of it. Maybe he is saving up £50 million for the ultimate ring. I really hope so. Our next question this week. Dear Viv, I've recently begun a new nine to five job after working freelance for two years. I was really looking forward to the camaraderie of being in an office again, but now I'm here, I feel a bit trapped. How can I help myself feel like I'm here by my own accord rather than by someone else's ruling? Oh, trapped wage slave, imprisoned by the hell of the office nine to five. Sorry, I'm making it worse, aren't I? I would. I'm a person who has not had a job in 15 years. But I do sympathise with you here in all respects. Freelancing, I should know, is great. But as I have said here on Dear Viv before, it is super lonely. There's nothing lonelier. And there is nothing lovelier than lovely, lovely work colleagues who are like very special friends you can get away from at the weekend. The best kind of friends. I am a bit confused by your letter, though, um, not least because it's quite brief. It's not clear why you left freelancing to start a job. You don't say much about, or anything actually, about your financial circumstances, for example. And there is almost always a financial dimension to these decisions, whether that's to do with wanting a regular income or being offered a steady job that just paid better than freelance. Either way... I suspect that you are where you are by your own accord. So I wonder why you're feeling that you're not. Is this by any chance, and I speak from personal experience, to do with wanting to have your cake and eat it? Because if it is, that is a perfectly normal human reaction. But it's also something you have to try to get over. I wonder if when you were freelance, you had some negative feelings about the loneliness and thought, oh, it'll all be better once I have the office camaraderie. And now you are in an office and you've got the camaraderie. You're thinking, oh, I know freelancing was lonely, but at least I was in charge of my own time. These things are very hard to reconcile. And the grass, as you are finding out, is always greener. The difficulty here for your long term career lies in knowing your own mind and also in knowing that it's possible to change your mind over time. Freelance has been wonderful for me at times and very difficult at others. I've weathered those difficult times because I know that ultimately it suits me better than being tied to an office. So I can handle the loneliness because there are other trade-offs that matter more to me, like being in charge of my own schedule and not having to explain to someone that I took a five-hour lunch. Only you can know what works for you. So take the pressure off yourself and view this as your own work experiment. Freelancing is never going to go away, and you can, of your own accord, return to it anytime you want. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon.
and sign into thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.